Sam Gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath. And he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Hello, welcome to MeatCast. I'm Nick, and with me as always is Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? I'm I'm doing great, Nick. It is Thanksgiving week, a holiday I don't care about, but I'm off really? work. I'm off work, so I feel really good. We're recording this at 10 a.m. too, which is unusual for us. Yeah, an, an early record. Um, I would just like to part the curtain a little bit here. Uh, the entire time Nick has been talking on this podcast, his dog has been licking his face. Um, I wonder if the mic is going to pick that up. Yeah, I'm really curious if, if people can hear the, the dog's tongue going into Nick's nose. <laughs> not inside the nose. Not inside the nostril. Uh, it looks like nose, it was but. inside the nostril a little bit to me, but, you know, I don't know. There may, be, there may have been a little nostril penetration, I guess. <laughs> um, oh, no. Don't, don't. I don't like that. <laughs> what, dog? Uh, Canine nostril penetration. I don't. I don't love canine nostril CNP? penetration. Just as a phrase. CNP is not one of your search terms. <laughs> um, but we have a guest today. Uh, he's a uh, a comedian from Boise, Idaho. Uh, is that right? Was that how you would describe yourself? Yeah, that's uh, exactly it? how I describe myself. <laughs> uh. It's Eric Hellstrom. Eric, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, I'd like to go on the record and say I'm I'm cool with CNP. Oh wow! Okay. okay, well, I guess I'm just a prude. I guess <laughs> call me just a, a prude, but I'm uncomfortable with it. Sometimes uh, I get up in there. Eric, you have a dog too. Do you have any cats? No, I wish I had a cat, but just a dog. He doesn't really like Cause, cats. Because we're talking cats today. We're talking Heathcliff. Yeah, is that going to be a problem? <laughs> uh, it's cool if we talk cats. I've, I'm have i a big fan of trying to pet other people's cats when I get a chance. <laughs> what about Heathcliff? Do you have any experience with Heathcliff? Do you know who Heathcliff is? I do not know. I think drunkenly we've talked about this podcast before, <laughs> but it was long enough ago and... I have enough of like a fish memory that I have no clue what Heathcliff really is. How many minutes before jumping on this Zoom call did uh, Nick ask you to be on the podcast? <laughs> uh, well, about thirty minutes ago, I got a like, "Are you still? Are you? Can you still do this?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> well, I was but we, but I love, we love to confirm. Yeah. I, yeah, I asked you a few days ago though, which is rare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's usually that's I ask weird. people like half hour beforehand. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the confirmation that you got is actually typically where it, when it first comes in. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, there was a small part of me that thought it might have been like a gotcha thing where I got on here and y'all have been investigating me for three months. And this is just <laughs> y'all going through a list of things that you found out about me. For what? What would we be investigating you for? I don't know, man. I have no clue. Eric, is there something you want to confess on this podcast? It's, I'm actually you glad are- that you asked. <laughs> <laughs> You are a, one of the people that I know that's most into cryptocurrency. Or at least was a <laughs> that's one true. Yeah, yeah. I this actually some, is some shady an stuff. 
it's an intervention. <laughs> We've been meaning to talk to you about your crypto problem. Oh, thank and God. The- I need a savior. <laughs> <laughs> but now you are into AI and yes. are you, how can we leverage AI with our podcast and with Heathcliff in general, maybe that's just something to ruminate on as we as we look through this week's <laughs> comic strips. If anything comes to mind, maybe you can help us okay. out. If you see what? any AI growth opportunities for us, uh, yeah, you know, let us know. <laughs> All right, we'll do. All right, but let's get into this week in Heathcliff. This week on Heathcliff. So Eric, I'll just kind of describe this week's Heathcliff comics. Uh, you'll be able to see them, but then we'll uh, we'll kind of uh, talk about them after after I describe them. So this is uh, from November seventeenth, last Friday. It's Heathcliff uh, with and Heathcliff and three gray cats. Heathcliff has kind of in is sta- they're all standing around. Heathcliff's kind of got a thinking man's kind of a pose. He's got his hand up to his, <laughs> his to his mouth, and they all have. Uh, little fish bowls with one fish in them, uh, balance balance on their heads, uh, and in the background, two fi- two birds are in a tree, and one of them is saying, "It's some sort of think tank." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this is good. I I do I I can't escape from my mind that I can't get over the little the little nitpick that that these are fish bowls, not fish tanks. Mm-hmm. You know, but I understand why you would want to kind of slant it to make the to make the pun work. You know, yeah, because he doesn't draw fish tanks. The, Eric, this is something that we see a lot on Heathcliff is people with fish bowls on their heads, but we, you never see a fish tank. Okay, so this is canon. The fish bowls are canon. Yeah, I mean, it's, it. yeah, as canon as um, it gets. Why do they have them on their heads? <laughs> well, that's a great question, Eric. Um, and this is why we invite uh, Heathcliff uh, 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 people on neophytes. Neophytes, yes, that was the word I was looking for. Thank you, Nick. Uh, we frankly don't know. Um, <laughs> we can't answer that question. Okay. No, actually, I've yeah, I. I kind of forgot that I have no idea why, because <laughs> some of this stuff makes some sense, but I I just kind of become become desensitized to this. I I know, I know it's absurd, I know it's silly, but I forgot that there's no reason. Yeah, we saw these we saw these fish bowls on the head, and we were we just didn't even register to us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sometimes there's like internal there's internal logic where you you can kind of go, oh yeah, well of course he's wearing a helmet that says ham on it, like he wants ham. It makes <laughs> sense. Um, but this one is is a little bit more inscrutable. Okay. We can like understand how- why you might be looking at these fish bowls and making the very same pose that Heathcliff is making right now. Yeah, one of these. Mm-hmm. I like how these two guys with their backs to us have their arms behind their backs, but then he's got a right hand man who's got his arms in front. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's a sign, but the arms in front is a little bit more of an active thinking pose, right? To me, it feels more like he's going to spring into action in any minute. Mm. Um, to me, it feels yeah. like a frustration kind of. Anytime you see people with their arms folded in front of them, it seems they look walled off, they look closed off, they look like they're upset in some way. Yeah. I sometimes when I'm noting uh, people in improv classes or, or practices, I will I will tell them to, I'm that teacher that's like, don't cross your arms. 
because it, it makes it's a good note. It, it makes you look, feel like you're closed off. It makes you feel like you know you're not receptive to whatever information is coming your way. I've been uh, I, lately. I have been noticing that I have been posing more with my hands behind my back. Like I have been, you know, when I, on stage. If I'm listening or, or the, you know, the little section before you start your show and when you're waiting, waiting to get the suggestion when you're still hosting or whatever, I'll sometimes have my hands behind my back. I don't love that I do that. I, I don't no, know. I do that too and I hate it. I, I feel like such an idiot. And I'm a, I'm, a bi- I'm a big guy. I got quite a gut on me. It's like not a good <laughs> idea for me to do that. But I do. I don't Where know why I do the- it. Well, where should the arms go, you think? Because I, I would love it if I had a great place for my arms to go when I'm <laughs> waiting on stage for something to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'll sometimes do a hand on the hip. Um, I don't know. like that either. Yeah, I don't love it. For me, at least. That's not great what for What about me. the hands in the pockets? No. Or one hand in the pocket? Do, cannot, do hand, cannot do hand in the pocket. I, that, that Just is my, the thumbs? Number one. I'm maybe a thumb. You know what I, I love? I feel like a cowboy type. Yeah. I, I'm sorry to say, I love to lean. I love if, oh, yeah. if I'm. I love. That's why I love playing at Fallout. Shout out Fallout Theater. They got. <laughs> it projects lots. confidence. It does. It really does. I'll put like one hand up high, maybe even. You know. Uh, I love it. I love it. You can't do that at our other theater. We typically perform at Cold Town. Not a lot of leaning areas at Cold Town. Maybe I start squatting with my hands in front of my. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like a praying kind of position. Oh, I thought I was thinking more like Gollum esque. <laughs> like you're ready to. <laughs> well, oh, with my hands kind of in front of me, like uh, creepily. I was. You're you're doing sort of a hand prayer hands pose. Yes. I was thinking more of a hand rubbing. You know, oh, like you're okay. squatting yeah. and waiting for your chance to get in the scene. Yeah. No, that could work too. That could work. <laughs> It projects a creepy sort of confidence. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like the, uh, what about the one arm down and the other arm holding the arm? Oh, that's good. So, yeah. So yeah. it's not even a cross. It's more of like a, I don't know. I'm it's just... very casual. It, it it doesn't feel as closed off as arms, arms crossed, although it is a little bit projecting that. But, but it does have a, a contemplative feeling that I like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on. Write in to us uh, at Heathcliff Recap, HeathcliffRecap at gmail.com. Let us know what your favorite standing poses are. (laughs) While you're doing improv. While you're doing improv (laughs) specifically. We don't care about whatever else. That doesn't apply to us. We We want a list of options for ourselves. Okay, so we have November 18th, Saturday, and this is a gross one. This is Heathcliff is on a farm, and he's approaching two cows. Uh, and he's carrying a straw, and one of the cows says, "I don't care for paper straws." <laughs> so the idea, Eric, you, you get the idea here, right? Yeah, is it that he's going to use the straw to drink the milk from the udders? Yeah, yeah, presumably. So. <laughs> okay, which is upsetting to consider. Yeah, I mean, um, I I have some experience milking uh, <laughs> for animals. And okay. the the edge of the end of the teat doesn't have much of a hole, no. so there's you can't really insert it. Although, if Heathcliff did have a good angle, and they could just put where the milk comes out at the tip of the straw, then I think it's fair play. 
Mm-hmm. That's true. I guess that's even less gross. So, uh, Eric, have you ever drank milk directly from the teat? <laughs> Do you ask if I have? Yeah. No. It was always goat milk. Um, and What's was... the freshest milk you've had? <laughs> I mean, when I was a younger, like Give much us an younger, ETA. I had it. Yeah, I'm fairly certain, although my memory is fuzzy, I had it directly from the source as a baby. Like, okay. I was a couple times a day, so I think it's as fresh as it got. Um, okay, that's fair. Yeah, but my mind has kind of blocked out a lot of those memories, so... Mm. But, yeah, I used to like it fresh. Kyle, have you ever had... Have you ever milked a cow? Have you ever... Uh... Never. I've never... Mm. I'm not... Uh, you know, for... I was more... You know, I'm from the country, no doubt about it, but I'm I'm a swamp boy, you know. Um, <laughs> didn't really have a lot of cows. I milked a gator uh, before, but... <laughs> I was about no. to ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I never... Was... We never even did, like, the thing where, like, we went on a field trip to a farm or anything like that, you know, in school. Like, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't have stuff like that going on. How do baby gators the... eat? Oh, that's do baby gators question. milk? Baby gators milk? No, because they're not mammals, right? They're, I thought only mammals. Yeah, only milk. mammals have milk. That might be. That might not be true. I don't know. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fairly certain that's and... true. I th- I feel very for, pretty confident about that. Yeah. Okay. I once uh, I was seeing this girl, and I went home to meet her parents, and I made some offhand remark about milking <laughs> animals, and I. I I hap- you know, I just came out of me and said, "Oh yeah, well, anything with nipples you can milk." And he said, uh, "Well, I have nipples, Nick. Can you milk me?" <laughs> I mean, and I said yes because I didn't know what else to say. Yeah. I started milking this uh, this uh, this man's nipples, and wow, wouldn't you know it? Uh, they were the the milk he produced was delicious. Uh, <laughs> started selling it. What'd you call it? Uh, Robert De Niro's lactated, <laughs> lactated. It's called milk. it's called know. Fokker milk. <laughs> Wait, no, Fokker was Ben Ben Stiller was Fokker. Yeah, parents parents milk. milk. <laughs> it was his, yeah. Their last name was Parents because yeah. the sequel is Meet the Fockers. Right, so the first one would be their last name would be Parent. Meet my parents, the parents. <laughs> is what it should have been called. <laughs> oh that's very stupid uh, I, do, yeah. I do feel like the way that diet crazes go sometime in the next 10 to 15 years there will be a resurgence in adults drinking human breast milk oh yeah so it'll become like a thing where the nutrients are really good and it makes your skin really clear mm-hmm. and people will start pumping that's probably it out. true yeah. yeah i could see it yeah, I can yeah. see it. Um, so, what do you think it. of this? <laughs> I could see myself seeing it. I could see myself having it. Yeah, I could draw myself. I could draw myself having it. Somebody could draw <laughs> me having it. Someone could draw me having human <laughs> breast milk. That's just an idea. I don't know. I'd buy it. Uh, I have my that card could be number an ready. AI thing, right? Can we can we generate Computer. a picture? How hard would it be? <laughs> uh, very possible. Cats and Picard talking to you in a few hours. Cats and Picard talking to the ship's computer. Just computer, 
<laughs> Generate number two drinking breast milk. And I'm the and I'm the mother. <laughs> well, they have the whole hollow deck, which is even better. Sure, than, uh, but he he just wants to Dolly like generate a pic. He wants a uh, image, you know, like he wants to be able to yeah, put it on okay. his oh, uh, okay. desk uh, and look at it while he's drinking his Earl Grey tea. How do we feel about paper straws? Are, are they is it worth the <laughs> the environmental? Uh, uh, protection or, or no whatever it does there no, no we ca- okay. i can't do it i'm so sorry uh to to mother gaia but uh i can't do it it, it, it turns to mush you know you know i don't use I enough straw oh grah here we go <laughs> nick <laughs> drama but eric you uh, you don't use straws at all you're not a straw man? Not really. I have a strong memory as a kid of one of my friend's dads telling me not to drink out of straws because it made me look like a girl. <laughs> and, uh, I'm from South Carolina. And for some reason, I locked that memory in and I stopped using them. I st- I'll use them every once in a while now, but not enough where I, I can notice the quality difference. Um, Do you judge a man when you no. see him drinking out of a straw? No, I'm all for it. It's just okay. something that. But is like there something you, in the back of your mind that you that you think when you see a guy drinking out of straw, do you think well, this is no, this is no man? Look at this. Look at this <laughs> I more think like his <laughs> his mind must be free. I want to go live his childhood. You yeah, know? yeah. Okay. Like, he's, he, he looks so happy. Doesn't have any hangups. You know about can you, drinking from Can straw. you look unhappy? <laughs> I don't think you can look unhappy or like you're not having a good time if you're drinking from a straw. You're just like, yeah, it's yeah, it looks fun. Kind of. <laughs> I guess you. Yeah, can. I mean, I could do it, you know, just as an acting exercise. I think, but uh, I don't. I don't. I'm trying to like roll through my my mind is like just like computer images of just like people drinking from straws. <laughs> you know, from movies or something, <laughs> and it's trying to find one. It can't find, I can't find well, one. Well, you you tend to only drink uh, fun stuff out of a straw, like a shake or a soda or a, uh, like a mixed drink or something. That's true. It's That's not true. like you're drinking like a, well, now I'm trying to think of a gross drink. I guess there aren't very many. Well, I, I, <laughs> I mean, not necessarily a gross drinks are pretty rare because why drink milk? Not necessarily a gross drink, but like, you know, like a, a, a pissed off detective Right is going to be drinking mm-hmm. like a cup of coffee, but fr- with with the lid yeah. and just with the little hole in it. You know, it, it's yeah. only straws only ever going to be something that is a. Li- it's got a little bit of whimsy to it. Yeah, even cold brew coffee yeah. is more fun than regular. Absolutely. Coffee. All right, well, let's move on to. No, I want to keep uh, talking about straws. Monday. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> So this is Heathcliff walking down the uh, sidewalk with a very self-satisfied grin on his face, (laughs) his eyes kind of closed. There's uh, roughly eight slugs behind him cheering. uh, (laughs) Roughly eight. With their hands up in the air. (laughs) Actually, let me say, I got good news, Nick. It's exactly eight. Okay, good. Um, And in the background, we have uh, Iggy and his friend standing, sitting by the window, and Iggy is saying, he's got a huge slug following. (laughs) Would you classify eight slugs as a huge following? 
They are big they slugs, are big though. Slugs. <laughs> Maybe that's and what they, they do mean. have arms. He's got a following with huge slugs, yeah. Oh, he's got a huge slug following. No, he's got a huge slug following. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got a huge uh, slug following. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's... <laughs> This guy's slug is massive. I have to follow him on <laughs> x.com. <laughs> I like how the slugs have their arms up like something huge just happened. Yeah, the the slugs in um Westminster, which is where this is set, uh do tend to be triumphant <laughs> generally. This yes. is not uncommon. We have seen slugs before and we will again spoil oh, okay. spoiler alert. Um but hey, we're kind of in, a, in the middle of a slug week. Is, right I now. believe we could call it slug week. Um, oh, you know, we're only we're only a few days in here, but I'm safe safe to say it's it is slug week. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's got a huge slug. Uh, what else is there to say about this? I mean, it's interesting <laughs> to consider. One? You know, the slug is all, every time now I see the slug, I think about the January sixth comic. You know, yes, and so. <laughs> Uh, Eric, for your for your benefit, the, there's a, the comic that came out on January 6th, um, or around January 6th, maybe it was like the day before or something. No, it, it was. I think it was January yeah, 6th. Um, and uh, it, it is very um, uh, eerie how how in tone it uh, it sort of matches the the tenor of that dark day in our nation's history. <laughs> I'll pull it up here. We, we've we've looked at this a yeah. lot. So January 6th, 2021, it's a slug saying, let's go, <laughs> and cheering triumphantly, and Heathcliff and his cats cheering along, and, and, the, and uh, one of the owls saying, I didn't know a slug could be so dynamic, and this came out the morning of the insurrection, <laughs> January 6th, 2021. Did he? What did, what did he know? Yeah. Yeah, what did he know? Yeah. Also, does that mean the slugs are controlling the cats? I mean, I Heathcliff mean, looks pretty on board. Yeah. The, the, the relationship has kind of flipped in the last couple of years to where Heathcliff, it used to be the slugs had a big cat following. Now the Heathcliff has a big slug following, I yeah. guess. Uh, kind of interesting. I like that for Heathcliff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, tell me more about the history of the slugs. What, a, a, like, what else have I missed? I mean, this is the, this uh, is really the one, I think, like if you were to make, if you were, uh, you know, making a slug uh, Hall of Fame, I think this would be your first entry. This is the first ballot okay. slug Hall of Famer right here. But I can't... <laughs> I actually just looked... I looked up all the slug comics the other day, and not a whole lot happens. Let me see if I can... Uh, one time he dressed up as Silver, the, the horse from, <laughs> from The Lone Ranger. <laughs> Generally, it is just kind of him doing this that we see here, like encouraging people from the... Uh, from the sidewalk. That okay. seems to be the format of most of the previous slug comic strips. Yeah. And a lot of meow. arms up and mouth wide open, like yelling. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that's his typical I think pose. Peter really yeah. likes okay. just the image of the slug. Go- and, and I agree with him. I think it's one of his better uh, images that he's come up with because it, it's so funny. It's, you know, uh, such a, uh, I mean, literally sluggish, it, you know, famously. Um, yeah. And to have him <laughs> so energetic uh, and enthusiastic is uh, funny. 
but we'll see uh we'll see actually let's go ahead and take a look at uh november 21st to see another uh slug comics so this time the four slugs are in a band playing on top of a fence uh it's a typical rock and roll band bass guitar drums and lead singer and cats are in the audience cheering on there's a kind of a marquee behind them that says van slug and heathcliff and iggy are in the window and iggy is saying they love van slug now nick i need i need you to hit the kyle's punch-up corner i need i need you to do that right oh, now wow okay i will because but i i was gonna say this is one of the comics one of the captions i feel like is just perfect. i love it i love it it's not necessarily right, you'll see we'll, we'll get into it <laughs> Punch it up. <laughs> Kyle's corner. Punch it up. Slug Halen. <laughs> it's got to be Slug Halen, I think. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I just love how dumb Van Slug sounds. <laughs> Van, like Van Slug is really, really, it's really stupid, Peter. I'm sorry, but like funny, but like funny stupid. <laughs> But to me, I don't know. I just I, if I'm in the room, if we're do if we're doing this in a writer's room and somebody pitches Van Slug, I'm I'm it just sounds so off, you know? Like it's <laughs> <laughs> like it's the, you take away the part of the 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 word that has two syllables and replace it with slug with I just I love how dumb it's Yeah, I think to me it's the syllable thing, but that's why I'm I'm saying slug halen. And and I think this would probably be a fight in the writers room. Like I think I think yeah. there would be like an extended argument where I would probably, you know what? I would probably end up losing that fight. But I have to say I just like slug halen. I like the sound of slug halen. Somebody on the on one of the discords I'm on suggested Van Snalen, which I think just totally, that misses that the point. That completely misses the point. Yeah, they're way out of line for that. And I understand where they're coming from, but come on, get it together. And this is like, that. this slug is becoming much more dynamic, I think, yeah. to, to use a... Peter Gallagher's word. He's just become these slugs are just becoming so much more dynamic than they used to be. We used to really just see them on the sidewalk or on the street uh, ch- cheering along, and now they're now they're forming bands. They're uh, what did we see them do yesterday? Well, they, yesterday they were still on the side, but they, but yeah, it's 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 a new it's a new era for the slug. Well, what, what do you think, Eric? Uh, Van slug, slug Halen, Van Snalen, or do you have your own pitch? What, what do you think? Yeah, I was going through my brain trying to think of something good. I don't know enough rock bands, so uh, <laughs> love Halen. I feel like I don't know. I just want y'all to be happy. Whatever you think's best. <laughs> Please, you're the guest. Um, I, I will say. I think it's. Oh, go ahead, please. I did see something about Greta Van Fleet this week, mm. and Van yes. Fleet and Van Slug. I don't know. <laughs> Van No Feet. Van no feet because slugs don't have feet. feet. That's the only thing I can Greta, think of. Greta Van no feet. <laughs> um, okay, I'm asking ChatGPT now. What is a pun band name that includes the word slug? Oh, great idea. Okay. How about Sultans of Slug Rock? God damn it. <laughs> I'm still on ChatGPT 3.5. What should I? <laughs> yeah, you got to get. Uh, you got to get. 
GPT-4. You got to pay for it. Um, I will say Van Halen, I think perhaps the funniest band he could have picked to to make a slug (laughs) version of. Especially because this band does have a, a a a lead singer, Van Halen. Of course, you know when I think of Van Halen, I think of uh, David Lee Roth, uh, dynamic. Uh, you know, it, <laughs> jumping around the stage. And then, and then right. Yeah. The, to, to to replace it with a slug. oh, it is a dynamic slug though. To be yeah. fair. Uh, so, do you think this is more uh, in their? Sammy Hagar era or their David Lee Roth era? Uh, Stanley Hagar. Um, Stanley. Uh, Sammy. Hagar. Sammy Hagar. I I, th- I like to imagine it more in the David Lee Roth era, personally. Okay. Go ahead. I got slug. another option. Slug. Bam, bam, <laughs> Might as well slug. Oh, that's good. That's right? good. Right, slug. <laughs> Got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. I'm hot for slug. I'm hot for slug. I got another option here from ChatGTP. How about the Slowling Stones? You know, it sucks, but (laughs) it's closer. Okay, let's see if I can get one more. Just to close it out. How about Slime Zeppelin? This is Are strange. Are you fucking kidding me? Because <laughs> it has, it's S and then open parentheses, Lime, close parentheses, Zeppelin. What? <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. Wait, if you think about it, though. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Not. But Slime Zeppelin is not that much worse than uh van slug and i love van slug so i think it's uh, significantly worse than van slug <laughs> yeah i think van slug is up here slime zeppelin down here i think actually maybe a good one would have been lead slug lead slug like lead that. slug would have been good yeah <laughs> Now, would you change that to Slug Zeppelin? No, or would no, you stick because with Le- Let's Slug? it's not a question of... To me, what supersedes the syllables... We're getting a real comedy science here. What supersedes the syllables is that Zeppelin is a thing. It's a noun, right? Mm. So, Lead Slug makes sense to me in a way that Van Slug doesn't. and and Because Van Halen doesn't have that. I mean, you know, Van is a noun but you get what i'm saying yeah Yeah. okay interesting what about slugwood mac oh that's that's good good. (laughs) because you would you would think it would be fleetwood slug but but slugwood mac is is good is is better (laughs) for sure yeah i like that i I would i just want to do this all day all all i want to do is talk about slug puns (laughs) Well, let's move on to our. This is going to be our last strip for the day because we're recording this at 10 a.m. before the uh, Thursday comic comes out. So it's uh, November 22nd, uh, and we're on the corner of the street. Uh, there's a brick wall with the word "slug" written on it in like uh, block letters. Uh, there's a couple of trash cans, two trash cans side by side, kind of odd. Uh, behind one of the trash cans, <laughs> you don't, you don't see that often. <laughs> Oh. Usually, they yeah. must have a lot of we, trash. 
Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you you think maybe just one big trash can, but no, they got two <laughs> trash cans side by side. Uh, and there's a slug hiding behind one of the trash cans with a with a spray paint can the size of himself. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's holding on to the spray paint can. And in the background, Iggy and Heathcliff are standing and watching. And Iggy is saying, his graffiti is worth a fortune. <laughs> so this is sort of the Banksy of the slug. Slugsy. Movie. Slugsy. Yes. Yeah. Slugsy. You know, I got to say. Slugsy <laughs> <laughs> If it's. If it's, uh, yeah, if it's if he if he were a basketball yeah. player, okay. I'm sorry, Eric. What were you saying? A couple qualms, or not even qualms, just interesting notes here. He's got no feet; it's way up high. Yeah, he did really well for getting all the way up there. And then two, yeah. he's only got one one can, so I'm assuming one color. But he's somehow done shading <laughs> on the letters, yes, which is incredible. Yeah, I don't know how he yes. did it. It's a it's magic. Well, a that's bit. that's why it's worth so much. Is it you know? It's all about the 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 medium uh, and the the tools used. You know, that's true. Because anybody can get um, up there. You know, if I had two cans of spray paint, spray paint, I can get up there. I could write slug on a wall. No big deal. <laughs> if you had one, it is just like he just wrote slug. <laughs> like that's the graffiti. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You know, it's that yeah that that's simple that's <laughs> everything in the Heathcliff world is it just it's it's like the it's so crazy but it is also the 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 most simple version of that craziness. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, it'd be uh, like Banksy would, just writing the word Banksy, you know, or or writing the word human. <laughs> that's true. Which actually, yeah, he might true. do. He, I'm sure he has done that actually. <laughs> <laughs> just a very early Banksy's just starting out. He doesn't. He can't. He just, oh, oh! I can't think of any good ideas. Cause I'm, or I was thinking, you would think, well, oi mate, you know what? We're all humans, isn't we? <laughs> it's a great idea. I'm all right, human. Yeah, he he wrote. <laughs> what, mate? All, right, all right, human. And then he came back later and was like, no, wait a second. And he like added an s with it but it's a dollar sign at the end of it yes Ooh. yes yes. and then yes. he kind of stepped back and went oh cool blimey <laughs> i think i think i found me autistic voice isn't it <laughs> and then a, a couple of cops started chasing after him they they blew a whistle and went whoa and then you know that the kids on cop kind of <laughs> running around london yeah. <laughs> that um, we know? Street Side album came out last week or a couple weeks ago. New what? Know? A new album by the Streets. Do you remember the Streets? Oh yeah! Wow, they're back. <laughs> the Streets are back. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exciting. I don't All know right, the Streets. Oh really? You're too yeah. young for the Streets, Eric. <laughs> You're a young boy. I am a young boy. You're just a little kid. Um. What, uh, what what were you going to say, Eric? I think I interrupted you. I think I heard that they figured out who Banksy was, or somebody wrote an article doxing Banksy, but I didn't look into it. Yeah. I didn't want to unveil. I watched the documentary about Banksy, and afterwards I was like, I kind of don't want to know who Banksy is, because he's going to turn out to be an old white guy. Exit through the gift shop. Which a big bummer. <laughs> yeah. No, that wasn't about Banksy. That was about Mr. Brain. Well, yeah, but it's kind of all. But, I mean, is there another famous yeah, documentary yeah. about Banksy I don't know about? 
Or was that the one you watched, Eric? Uh, Exit to I the think it was shop? Exit to the Gift Shop, but I don't remember who okay. Mr. Brainwash is. Well, he's a star of Exit yeah, to the Gift well, Shop. Yeah, well, if you if it was yeah. Exit to the Gift Shop, you probably would know Mr. 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 Brainwash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a long time. The Banksy identity thing is so interesting to me because it's like, what what is it going to... I mean, you know, I saw that article, too, and I was like, okay, I don't, you know, it's, it's oh, it's, you know, Joffrey uh, Williams. It's like, okay, great. I don't know who that is. I don't care. It's still just Banksy, <laughs> you know, it's just some guy. Every now and then, I feel like, the, I don't know if this is a new article, but I feel like I've seen, over the years, several different articles exposing Banksy. <laughs> and it's some, it's different people. Every, but one time, one time, and maybe this is the one that, you guys saw it was like uh it was a guy from a band or something like a guy from a, a fairly popular mm. indie rock band or something was Banksy. yeah i guess if it but, was yeah, somebody that, who was also already known to me outside of being banksy that would be interesting what would be the biggest surprise like if banksy were like uh maybe uh here nightly i was gonna say uh Austin, no, LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> be interesting. Claiming that he is Banksy seems like one of those lies LeBron do. James <laughs> tells, you know? Or like yeah. saying, like, actually, I gave Banksy the idea for uh, this famous Banksy piece. I can't name one, but. <laughs> Guy loves the lie. Nightly or Tom Hanks, though, would be. Would be would be Tom big. Hanks would be huge if he if he if it would be out, huge. He, would, he was Banksy. Kira Knightley would be too. Man, that'd be huge. I could see <laughs> Kira Knightley. Though. That's why when you said it, I was like, oh yeah. I mean, I guess that would be surprising. But then I was like, that makes sense. I could see that. She's British. She's British. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it's really all that's about. <laughs> the only British person I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are no British basketball players, huh? No famous Brit basketball. Players. None. I can't imagine. I can't picture. I can't. I can't imagine somebody at an NBA press conference with a British accent. Like I, I'm trying to picture it. I can't think of it. Oh, I just had a fuck. Oh, I had a great game. Uh, you know, a couple passes. Yeah. That's a bad British. <laughs> I wrote a sketch once about the Beatles uh, deciding to become basketball players. It was a very funny sketch. That's great. <laughs> what would they call slam dunks i feel like british people with their weird slang oh, yeah. would not have would have different things for layups they'd be like hand-ins <laughs> yeah <laughs> that like cockney rhyming stuff where they rhyme the f- word with something and then say something similar to that word you know what yeah an alley-oop would be like a slamity bamity <laughs> That's what McCartney would call it. He bounced around the ball and he would find it. He would be like something woman's name. You know, I got a, you know, I got a, it's not a slam dunk. I got a crashing Kira. You know, all those, all the, all the teams would be from like, you know, weird play. All those stadiums would be like, "Oh yeah, we're in uh, Washington upon uh, <laughs> Slipshire or whatever." You know, yeah. The Meatfield Button Makers. <laughs> <laughs> there is a New Zealand uh, uh, NBA player, Stephen Adams. Uh, the, oh, that's right, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams. Um, Stephen Adams out for the season, and also. Oh, yeah. uh, 
Australian Ben Simmons. Of, of course. course, yeah. One of the worst NBA players of all time. <laughs> one of the biggest busts of all time. No, he's he's not that. I mean, he had a few years there where he was really yeah, that's good. that's true. But I feel like in, ter- in levels of, like, that. you know, expectation. I mean, remember when he came to the league, they were giving him the next LeBron treatment, which they do every once in a while. Yeah, know? that's true. Your boy Wimby, they gave him the next LeBron treatment. He's not having such a great first season so far. I mean, you know. He's not he's having not, a bad He's definitely I mean, not having a bad sucks. season. But the team sucks, but he's playing he's pretty well. He's playing pretty well, but everybody uh, I mean, is kind of going, uh, Chet Holgram might be uh, having a, a better a better season. Well, he's having a better season because he's playing with uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. An actually good basketball well, team. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe rookie of the year. Uh, anyway, let's move on to uh, Cat GPT, which is the second we do. Cat GPT. Again, I really, I just really hate uh, that audio. I really, really hate you making those noises. I think it's a great uh, interlude. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric, have you thought of any ways we can cap- <laughs> capitalize on AI? Oh, boy. Do I? I mean, you. They just released it. This is some next level nerd stuff, but they just released the text to speech and voice API. So you could build a podcast research assistant that has a voice like, uh, and it's actually a really good voice. So if you wanted to ask it, be like, what are some good cat puns for this? It could just read them out for you. Oh, you, uh, you wouldn't have to search the web. Yeah. So you mean we could personify. But, uh, this thing, and I could then Catch I could UPT. direct. We could ask could direct UPT. my anger directly at someone. Um, it's, yeah. It would just be shouting <laughs> at the void. I would be cursing this uh, assistant that we made up. Yeah, you could even have it respond with like saying meow a lot too. <laughs> you could write. You could do a lot of things with AI where you just tell it to act certain ways. So you could have like a research assistant that's big into. It's almost a. You can make it a Heathcliff expert where you like upload a big database file of all the like interesting jokes it needs to know about like slugs or the names of people uh or we have uh, historical things we we have a uh a a past guest who uh who worked on heathcliff.ai which is like this database of all the heathcliff comic strips and captions maybe we we could work some way to upload that and yeah clue into that yeah yeah so that's one good way um, I, I think hate, almost definitely hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, if, if you're listening, I want you to know I hate this, and we will never replace you with AI. I feel like this is where this is headed. AI cannot do what well, you do, Peter. What we typically do on this Cat GPT segment is we either ask ChatGPT to describe a comic strip given a caption or ask him to describe or make a caption after i describe a conversation i so this is what i did for to prepare 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 for today i asked can you describe a single panel heathcliff comic strip where the caption is they love van slug <laughs> and so this is what chat gpt said absolutely picture a single panel featuring heathcliff sitting comfortably <laughs> atop a garbage can surrounded by a group of alley cats each sporting a gleeful expression in the foreground two cats are sharing a heart-shaped cookie with van slug written <laughs> while the rest of the feline crew eagerly watches, enchanted by the shared treat. Heathcliff, with an amused smirk, looks on as the caption reads, They love Van Slug. I'm fucking furious. This sucks so much. 
So it I is have... just they're eating a cookie with Van Slug right now. <laughs> Very strange. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is pretty bad. <laughs> Again, also the the common thing with CatGBT where it, it just is like it'll describe the comic and then go in the foreground there's this and then in the background there's another thing and then the in the other foreground there's another thing (laughs) now this is i'll i'll keep myself from going too deep into it but uh chat gpt plus has access to dolly now so you could generate images of this and it would be funny to see an actual they would they would spit it out, and you could put in a source image like this and be like, "Make it in this style." In this but style, make it about wow. this, yeah. Okay, we uh, got it. I got. I guess I got to start paying for ChatGPT now. Yeah, pa- Patreon, and it'll be even worse so that we can do this <laughs> dumb bit. You, all you, all you freeloaders, got to kick in so we can afford a ChatGPT <laughs> subscription. <laughs> Uh, okay, so then I also asked, can you describe a single-panel Heathcliff comic with a caption that involves a slug or slugs? Because it is slug week. I thought maybe we'd get some more slug comic strips going. So ChatGV says, sure thing. Imagine a scene where Heathcliff, sitting in the backyard, is surrounded by a chaotic garden. In the center of the panel, a few slugs are slowly making their way across the path. Heathcliff, wearing a mischievous grin, is holding a sign that reads, speed bumps ahead. The caption below the panel reads, slugging it out in the backyard. Fuck. <laughs> when I heard speed bumps ahead for a half a second, I thought he's going to do it. You know, I, I, th- I thought that it's going to get there. It's going to make a, an actual joke. And then <laughs> slugging it out in the backyard. One of the worst things I've ever heard. <laughs> You know, this is our Thanksgiving episode, I forgot to say, and, and I'm surprised we're doing Slug Week and not Thanksgiving Week. Maybe Peter's not a Thanksgiving guy. Yeah, I, if so, he and I are aligned on that. I'm not I'm not big on Thanksgiving, personally. I, I love the, the food. I love mashed potatoes and stuffing. Sure, same. I, lo- I love the food. I guess my feeling is like, you know, I'm going to get that food. My family does the same food Thanksgiving and Christmas, pretty much. It's always the same type of meals so i'm just like let's just do the and then if if my family were more like let's be a little more adventurous on thanksgiving or christmas uh you know i might be more into it but as it is it just feels like a dress rehearsal for for christmas you know what i mean (laughs) it kind of feels to be like a dressing rehearsal a dressing rehearsal Yeah, I don't know. Right? I feel like we're lying to ourselves with it. Like, why are we get? Why, why is it so formal? Why do you eat earlier in the day? Why do we cook a turkey? Nobody ever cooks a turkey. Um, I'm anti. Mm. I don't know. I don't like the formality. We're going to get pizza on Thanksgiving oh, Day, that's and then we're going that's, bowling. That's great. Okay, yeah. that's fun. See, that's what I. Yeah. I think I might go see a movie. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but I am. I'm also doing the the, the family. Uh, I actually one year I made a, a turkey breast myself for the for the family and I like followed a recipe online and it was it was I thought that was that was the best turkey I'd ever had it was incredible wow. uh, so I I think turkey can be good you know we just we we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're not uh, we're not doing it the right way I feel like I like a deli turkey you know some sliced maybe on a sandwich mm-hmm. I don't know about the whole bird yeah I don't know about eating like a the turkey breast or something you know it's well, I think the breast is it's such a smaller dish that it's easier to prepare and easier to, to make moist and actually good. But so I, I asked 
about Thanksgiving because I did ask ChatGPT, can you describe a single panel Heathcliff comic with a caption that involves a slug or slugs and is Thanksgiving related? And so the ChatGPT said, certainly picture Heathcliff standing in the middle of a Thanksgiving table filled with an extravagant feast. On one side of the table, a group of slugs is enjoying a tiny, specially prepared feast with miniature dishes. They're happily munching away on their feast while Heathcliff, wearing a chef's hat, looks on proudly. The caption below the panel reads, even slugs deserve a Thanksgiving feast. I mean, so it's kind of a beautiful Thanksgiving message. It's nice. <laughs> it's not funny. I could picture this but, one, but this is one I could actually picture being a. a I will say show. it is maybe the closest we've come yet to an actual Heathcliff. It's learning. <laughs> it's, it's machine. Every learning. single this, time this I have an an AI interaction like this, I get closer to becoming Sarah Connor. Like I just visualize myself in a in a black tank top, just loading a truck full of guns. Like, I'm gonna go blow up Cyberdyne. Who who is the who were the evil humans in the Terminator? Were there company? Were there people that worked for or Terminator Two? I guess maybe, but maybe not. Were there were there any humans that worked for the company that? Uh, no, I think that I think that's villains? the thing. It was all just Terminators in the future. That I were. think that's the thing is that the whole the whole I think this is what separates Terminator is that there weren't really any evil. I mean, there were like you know the, the cops in classic James Cameron fashion, yeah. like the evil the evil people were the cops, like in Avatar, it's the military. It's always like you know some authority figure, but that's because they were protecting this thing. But like the guy that worked for Cyberdyne in Terminator Two was famously like they they recruited him they just had he they were like stop doing it and he was like i didn't i didn't know what i'm doing i was just you know doing because i was gonna say if if you're sarah connor then then eric is that yeah yeah you'd be the cyberdyne guy that's true but yeah yeah. i'm on the i'm trying to be on the wrong side of this guys (laughs) (laughs) well in my opinion uh you are and um I think eventually, you know, we'll learn to work together to defeat this thing that you helped create. But, you know, yeah. in the meantime, I understand you got to follow your curiosity. You got to, you know, you got to go where the winds are taking you. But, um, you know, I will see you on the field of battle. <laughs> I'll just let it happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to fight a thing. As long, yeah. As long as you just admit, you know, Kyle, you were right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll shoot off a quick text as the as there's like a hand coming at me yeah. slowly. <laughs> maybe a selfie too yeah just you like, like frowning <laughs> yeah <laughs> or maybe like a whoopsie face you know like a yeah you just in the background the the, the nukes flying in the air <laughs> and you just giving a thumbs down yeah or like a bitmoji, you that right. just says like, "My bad." <laughs> <laughs> Mulligan. <laughs> All right, well, we got to wrap it up. I got to be in a meeting at work in five minutes. Terrible, uh, but uh, just awful. Yeah. Yeah, you should quit right but, uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got to quit. I got to. The podcast is too, impo- too important. I have yeah. To <laughs> You're encroaching on the Heathcast, the Meatcast. No, don't don't quit, Nick. How are we going to afford our ChatGPT subscription? That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me well, on, guys. Of course. Thank yeah. you, Eric. And until next time, that bothers me. <laughs>